Hey, listen, uh, <laughs> we are in the middle of a uh, fun campaign we're calling the Seven Weeks of Christmas because that's an ingenious name, the Drew Marshall Show, Seven Weeks of Christmas. From now until Christmas, I am proud to present to you seven different charities over seven weeks. Uh, hopefully, uh, my personal endorsement of these trustworthy organizations will actually help you get your give on. So please consider partnering with at least one of these charities this Christmas. Go to drewmarshall.ca and you will see the little advertisements for all of these charities. But today, the charity that we've been talking about all day is one that most of you, if not all of you, are very familiar with. Oh, yeah. Samaritan's Purse. And joining us from Samaritan's Purse on the phone at this particular point in time is the King. Frank King, communications manager for the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association of Canada and Samaritan's Purse. Dude, do you have a big business card? Because that's a lot of stuff to get on there. I have a beautiful business card. And let me tell you, Drew, after that call with Shelly, I've, I've decided you're a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> I am such a jerk. You know, I don't have a lot of friends, Frank. I don't know if you, if you believe and, that or and, not. And yet, that was very entertaining. And that's the bottom line, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, listen. We have. I, I want people to understand what's going on with the Samaritan's Purse stuff because when people hear Samaritan's Purse, I'm sure they think shoe boxes, and and then and then what? And then they go, well, maybe somebody, else, some other people will go, well, gift catalog. You know, I'll buy a goat for some. For, I don't know, whatever. So let's cl- let's clear this up once and for all because I think what stops most people from partnering with charities are two things. One, can I trust them? Uh, two, it's just it's like information paralysis. We either use the fact that there's so much information out there and to to paralyze us, or we or we go well. I don't know enough, and we never bother actually looking into it to to, to know enough information. So let's get yeah, that all that, covered. Well, first thing I do, I, the first thing I can clear clear up for you right now is uh, there's an independent magazine called Money Sense, Canadian uh, financial ma- magazine, and. Money Sense does an annual sort of look at all the Canadian charities out there and rates them, you know, A, B, C, D, in terms of how they use their money, you know, how much goes to marketing and promotions, you know, uh, uh, what's their board of directors like, how transparent are they, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They've got a whole sort of criteria. Well, for the last two or three years, Samaritan's Purse has gotten an A+. Hmm. from Money Sense Magazine, which just obviously just thrills the heck out of us. But again, we have nothing to do with this. This is just, we find out when everyone else does, when the magazine comes out, and it's like, wow, we got an A-plus again. Nice. So apparently this independent magazine thinks whatever we're doing, we're doing it pretty well. Good. Well, and that's that's my litmus test as well. Uh, I, you know, research these charities, the seven charities that we're partnering with this Christmas, and and I, I you know I I own the show I get to pick who I partner with, and yep. sometimes that means you know I don't make a whole lot of money. It means I don't uh, you know some people want to advertise with me and they're like some multi level marketing scam thing or whatever, and I don't want to do you know get involved with that kind of nonsense. And I have a brand to protect, and I don't want to partner with charities that I think are are useless or fraudulent or. You know, have a a forty percent administrative uh, you know thing right off the top of every dollar you you donate. So that's why I love you guys. You're legit. Oh, well, thank you. Thank so you. I, I know our board of directors strongly recommends that no more than ten percent 
of all the donations we get uh, go to anything other than our ministry work. And in fact, for the last, well, as long as I've been there, which is eight years, we have met that goal. So 90 cents of every dollar that folks give in goes directly into the field, into our ministry work. Good. All right, let's talk about the shoe boxes. Red and green shoe boxes. Um, I'm assuming, what, one's for a boy, one's for a girl? Uh You've got a choice of them. You've got to, uh, you can do boy or girl. There's also three age ranges. There's two to four, there's five to nine, and then there's 10 to 14. And again, boy or girl. And if you go on the SamaritansFirst.ca slash OCC, uh, you can find out exactly what should go in a box for each of these age ranges and what should should not. Okay. And I know my wife and I, when we pack our boxes, we usually go for the boys 10 to 14 because that's the group that tends to get the fewest number of boxes. So that's the one we go straight to. Okay, so I go to what? I go to some shoe store and say, can I have some boxes? <laughs> I guess you could do that if you wanted to, Drew. Uh, I'm not going to rule that out. But uh, there are lots of ways to get our red and green boxes. One of the easiest ways is to just, again, go on to, to the website. You can actually order them. Uh, or there are a number of collection centers around. Uh, and the easiest way to do that, to find out where they are, is just, go again, go on the, on the website. Uh, and then you'll see something called Find a Collection Center. You click on that, you put in your, um, your postal code, and it tells you where all the closest collection centers are to you. And usually you can go to one of those centers and ask them for some of those green and red boxes. Okay. And it will give, give you some that you can load up. But again, you can use a real shoe box. You can also go somewhere and get one of those plastic see-through boxes. Yeah. Those are really great because while the green and red boxes look great, they're only going to last a couple of weeks, you know, once the kid gets them. Yeah. But these plastic boxes, they can last for years, so they're really handy for the family. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, think about Christmas when you're when the kids were, you know, they get a present and they take the toy out or whatever and they play with the stupid box for the rest of the day, right? So <laughs> it's like it's like you've got a cat. Yeah, Tim, I want you to help me with this. What would be some just stupid things to put in a? Like not helpful things to put in a in yep. a shoebox. Yep. What do you think, Tim? <laughs> block of cheese. A block. Don't put cheese in. No food <laughs> products, right? Um, no chips. That's correct. Um, no alcohol. A brick. That's don't, really a brick. Well, you know, you're a brick. You have pet rocks. You're an idiot. What about toothpaste or candy? Can you put those in there? Uh, toothpaste and candy are out this year. Oh. Uh, to- toothpaste has already been out. Has long been out, but they're so last year. To make the yeah, this year we had to make the difficult decision, no candy or any food type of stuff, because in a lot of the countries where these shoeboxes are going now, their customs regulations are coming up to Canadian standards, yeah. which means that it's becoming increasingly difficult to get shoeboxes through customs there when they have food in them. Okay. And, and so, you know, we get that, but it's made us have to make that sort of difficult decision that no more candy or food. So on the other hand, what it means is there's now more room in your shoebox for hygiene items, for school supplies, and for toys. So we see an upside for this. What, what about, about batteries? Tim Horton gift cards? Tim Horton, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> no, give them to me directly. <laughs> um, I, I, you wouldn't disqualify a box. I mean, first of all, do people go through the box and, and suss out what's in there and take out the stuff that shouldn't be in there, and like the gift cards, and keep them? Every single box must be inspected and is inspected because we want to make sure that there's right. nothing in those boxes that is A, going to stop it from getting through customs, or B, is going to scare or potentially harm a child. Okay, so, and, and, and I'm assuming if they go to the website, there's a complete list of uh, yeah. all the great suggestions to put in the shoebox. 
Absolutely. Okay. So let's not waste any more time talking about what goes in shoeboxes. Let's talk about some more logistics. What about wrapping them? That would be stupid if you're going to inspect them. Well, you can wrap the shoebox, but what, what we ask folks to do is make sure it's not all wrapped in one piece. So if you've got one of the green and red boxes, you can sort of wrap the, the lid part of it, which, you know, folds, opens, and folds. You can wrap that as a separate one and then wrap the rest of the box. So if folks really have that on their hearts, they can absolutely do it. But just keep in mind, that box must be inspected before it goes anywhere, which means if the box is all wrapped in one, that wrapping's coming off. Tell me about the $7 donation, suggested donation. Well, imagine trying to get a shoebox full of stuff across Canada with Canada Post for 7 bucks. Imagine the impossibility of that. Hmm. Now imagine you could put $7 in a shoebox and it can go to like Senegal in West Africa. It can go to Haiti for 7 bucks. So it's a fantastic deal, and what that allows us to do is get all those boxes down. It helps our volunteers at the other end with whatever expenses they may have to get the boxes through customs and transported to where they're actually going to be distributed to the children. So trust me, this is this is anything but a money-making enterprise. Uh, and of course, we're not about making money either, so it's all good on that front. This is just to help us get those boxes all the way to those countries where they need to go, and it's... When you look at the Canada Post cost, it's a great deal. What if you send more than one box? Um, can you sort of cover the expenses all at once, like with a check or something? Yes, you can put in one one check for the whole thing. Okay. In fact, we encourage people pack shoe boxes. And and a box is great, but shoe boxes is better. And you can actually go online too and make the donation of the seven dollars per per box online as okay. well. So you've got a number of choices there. Where do the shoe boxes go? Can I tell them you guys where I want the box to go or do you guys decide? In the end because there's so many boxes to deal with and so much logistics involved with getting the boxes through Canadian customs, down the country, distributed etc, etc. We're the ones who have to decide where they're going but I can tell your listeners they're going as, is, as in previous years they're going to Latin America meaning places like Costa Rica, El Salvador Nicaragua they're going to West Africa, mostly the French-speaking countries, again, like Senegal. They're also going to Haiti. And then this year, for the second year, uh, we're asking Canadians to pack extra shoeboxes so that we can get them to the Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine hasn't been in the news much lately, but trust me, there are thousands upon thousands of families that were displaced and lost everything in the midst of this ongoing civil war. Hmm. Folks, we are on the phone with uh, Frank King. And he's um, uh, one of the big kahunas over there at uh, Samaritan's Purse. <clears throat> the biggest. Yeah, the biggest. Um, what, can I go on one of these trips with the shoeboxes? As a matter of fact, we do encourage people to go on the, the trips. Um, the easiest way, again, is to go to samaritanspurse.ca, and then under what we do, there's something called trips or mission trips, and you click on that. And that'll tell you all the trips coming up that are scheduled for 2016. Some of them are involved with the shoeboxes. Some of them are involved with making water filters because we're very busy with that. Some are involved with some other things, too. So there's a whole whack of trips we do every year with individuals, with churches, with community groups. That's the easiest way to find out what's coming up and what's still available. How long have you been with Samaritan's Purse for? I started, I left the GTA and moved to Calgary in August of 2008 to start working with Samaritan's Purse. Man, I just realized that it's, uh, it, we're halfway sort of through our interview here, and we haven't even really talked about, you know, the, the Samaritan's Purse gift catalog. 
Um, yes, which I have here in front of me. So, I mean, when I hear gift catalogs, do I, I, I was I right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy a goat for this family. Is that what people do? Or I'm going to buy a water filtration system. Is that what people do? Or I'm going to buy a, you know, a Starbucks franchise for this family. What? <laughs> Not so much the Starbucks, okay. but the other stuff, absolutely. There's, we've got a huge range of stuff here in this year's catalog. You can go from as small as $10 for, for a blanket for a family or $10 for some garden seeds for a family to, to, to start up you know, their own garden. You can go all the way up to $10,000 to help put in a community water filter, which can provide all the safe water needed for a school of over 200 children. So there, and of course, between those things, we've got a huge range of stuff and a huge bunch of options for, for anybody who's got, like, let's say you've got a nurse in your family and, and you want to give them, say, a gift in their honor that'll tie in with what they do. Well, we've got a whole medical section where you can support a medical clinic for $150 or, or $1,500 for a month of pharmaceutical medicine. You can help fight epidemic diseases. You can provide pr- critical prenatal care and this is one of my favorites for 150 dollars you can help provide surgery to fix cleft lips and palates in children and adults in the developing world so those are so let's say you've got a nurse or a doctor or someone involved in the medical profession there's a whole whack of stuff you can do in their honor that ties directly in with what their calling is what is you know i ask this question a lot of charities because there's so many charities out there but what what makes you guys any different than anyone else? What makes you stand out? It's time for you to get your brag on. Yep, okay. I will get my brag brag on. The thing that we hope makes us very, very different is everything we do in the end is focused around telling people around the hope we have and the hope we'd love for them to have in Jesus. So these are all ways for us to open doors to tell them about Jesus. So whatever we do to help people physically... This is a way also for us to provide them spiritual assistance as well. I um, I have been a fan of um, Reverend Dr. Right Honorable Lieutenant Billy Graham uh, for, for many years, and one of the reasons yep. that I have been a fan of his was simply this. Is it true that he said to the board, his board, um, uh, he, did, he said, this is going to be my salary, no more? Don't, I don't care how well we're doing or how, how much more you think I should get. I don't want to get paid anymore. Is that true or is that a, is that a myth? That I don't know. I don't know what sort of Billy's sort of financial arrangements are because, of course, that just has nothing to do with, with my, my job. I do know that Franklin Graham uh, uh, stopped taking a salary from the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association for several years. I know he stopped doing that for several years. Whether, again, whether he started that again, I don't know because really has nothing to to do with me or with the Canadian office, but I do know that that situation was not was a fact for at least a couple of years with the Billy Graham Association, which is our sister organization. Um, you know, with the gift catalog, what, what's the price range? What's the cheapest thing I can get? Well, as I mentioned a little earlier, you can, for 10 bucks a blanket. For $10, $10, a seed kit for one family. For, say, $15, sports gear for children who need opportunities to just simply play and have fun. So we, we definitely want to have stuff right at the bottom end. And this is, in fact, stuff that kids can do with their parents. These are all oriented to these really low-level gifts, like $10, $25. These are all folks around gifts 
kids can give. So we we tried to cover a huge range, and that's the low, lowest end for for us. And we know that parents love to do this with their kids because, again, it's a way to teach them that Christmas or any holiday or their birthdays or whatever, it's not just about them. Wow, it's about them being able to help can, others. Can you go over, where's the 12,000 thing again? Uh, yeah, I was just, I mean, just checking out the, the, the website. It's like a, um, is it like a water uh, a drill, yeah. like a, a well or something? It's called a Samaritan filter. It's $10,000. And what that does is that, that provides all the safe water that a school of over 200 children needs every day. That's the key thing is we realize that we've been doing things called biosand water filters for families, and they've, they've made a tremendous help. They're a long-term solution, but those are for families, and the kids can go to school, and all of a sudden, they're drinking bad water again. And this particularly is in places like Cambodia, uh, you know, some places in Africa, stuff like that, where there is a water supply, but it's just not safe. And so besides the family water filters, we decided let's take our biosand water filter technology, which is Canadian, by the way, and let's tweak it and create a larger version of that called a Samaritan filter, and then let's offer that up to donors. It's a great thing for churches or community groups or small groups to sort of take on as a larger kind of fundraising project to transform the lives of, again, an entire school of kids. Yeah, like I got to say, I've just been cruising on your uh, your your online uh, catalog here. It's it's great. It's Good. really well out laid out. You, like you said, you're talking about the gifts the kids can give, so the kids can go right yep. there because they know more about computers than we do. But, but I got to <laughs> say, I'm looking at this, you know, ten thousand dollar thing, and it says add to cart, and it just seems so yeah, like click, whatever, just yeah, add to cart. Let's just add a twelve thousand dollar <laughs> add to cart thing. No, but I think you know, corporations they jump on board, or churches jump on board, and look, there are some small groups out there that can handle. $12,000 easily, absolutely. right? Especially here yeah, in Oakville. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it can be sort of a, a, a year-long or a six-month kind of project for the group to take on and, and focus their efforts on when they're not, you know, doing Bible studies or whatever. It's a way of sort of reaching out as part of being the hands and feet of Jesus, and that that's one way for them to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I find this fascinating. The, the The interesting angle of this whole thing is, you know, you get to a point in life where your kids reach a certain age or your your nephews and nieces reach a certain age or your grandkids reach a certain age. They you know, you just don't want to buy them crap anymore. And yeah. and uh, and when you evaluate the your own where you're at in life and what you have and what those around you have, it makes me I get nauseous around Christmas. I get actually angry. I get a little passive aggressive. I turn into a a bit of a jerk. Uh, Tim, even though uh, no, more never, than, more than usual, um, <laughs> and so, uh, and then I think, well, you know what? I'm just gonna instead of buying this for my niece or nephew, I'm gonna I'm gonna get them something from Samaritan's Purse. But then, how do you communicate to that? Like, oh, the kid gets excited and they open up a card and they, hey, congratulations, you bought a goat for Namibia kid or something. Well, one thing we do offer is. <laughs> Um, we offer something called an honor card. So if you make your order, either on the phone or through the mail or on the website or whatever, by December 1st, we can actually mail you a card that you can fill out. And it's again, it says on the front, it's got a great picture of a mother and a kid. And it says, you know, a gift in your honor. And then in the, in the inside, you can detail what you've done for them. And even if you order it online and after December 1st, we can actually email you an e-card 
that you can then you know fill out and then you can forward on to that person in whose honor you bought the gift. So there is a way there to kind to kind of you know complete that circle that you're not just doing it, you're actually letting them know and you're letting them know why and it can help them to tie in with as I say whatever passion they have in their their lives. Okay, I'm I'm going to be very Scottish here now. Um, you mean cheap? Cheap, yes. <laughs> now, <laughs> now obviously your charity, so it's tax deductible. Now, yeah. well, hold on, it's tax deductible. So if I if I buy a forty five dollar emergency food uh, thing, yep. I get a I get a tax receipt for that. Yes, you do. Well, Ooh, my, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, my question yep. is is you know the gift that keeps on giving. Can I forward my tax receipt to the person who I've Donate it in the honor of. Does that make sense? Wouldn't no. I love it if we could do that? Oh, okay. No, I have actually inquired about that before with uh, you know with some of our financial folks and the folks who know about all the tax laws and stuff, and they said, no, you can't do that, oh, which is bad. really a drag because that that would be even like as great as an honor card would be. That that would be just a touch above that in terms of. You get a tax break too, but no, you can't give away ta- tax yeah, breaks badly. No, but if you yeah. borrow the money from your dad first, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then take that money and buy the gift thing for your dad, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what I'm. I've, I've never done somewhere that. Somewhere you'd have to actually pay your dad back. Yes, you use the term "borrow" there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh man. Well, listen, I I'm, I don't want to waste your time being on the phone with this, but I want to read this out because there might be a stop point here. Seven weeks of Christmas. For now, until Christmas, uh, I'm very proud to present to you seven different charities over seven weeks and and uh, my personal endorsement of these charities. Hopefully, that'll help get your give on because you know, honestly, for those of you that know I'm know me a little bit, they, you know I'm not going to you know go thumbs up on something that. I haven't vetted ferociously. So today's <laughs> charity is Samaritan's Purse. You know, figuring out what to get your family or friends for Christmas can get really old, as we were talking about earlier. And uh, we all have so much stuff. Uh, so is there any point to giving people more stuff? So how about this? For 150 bucks, you can provide a family with a biosand water filter that will make the dirty water in their pond safe to drink for years to come. Uh, they'll get health and hygiene training as well. Or for only 50 bucks, you can help another family plant a garden to grow food for themselves. Or for 15 bucks, you can feed a school child for an entire week. All these things are in the Samaritan's Purse catalog. So go online, samaritanspurse.ca, or call 1-800-663-6500, 1-800-663-6500, and they'll put uh, one in the mail for you. Or how about filling a shoebox for a child in countries like Haiti, Senegal, Nicaragua, um, just a short pause here for a second. One of my most vivid memories in Nicaragua was standing in the in the dumps outside Managua, and yep. the most beautiful ten year old little girl kind of nestled up beside me as we were sort of filming and 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 looking and trying to grasp the reality of this desperation. And she had this ratty dress on, and she was filthy. Her hair was matted. There were bugs crawling in her hair. And she was barefoot in the dump. They were uh, poking at rotting cow's heads to see if there was any meat on them that they could use. They were trying to find metal that they could put together because if you get 10 huge bags of metal, you get a dollar. So all day for this kind of stuff. And this girl just melted me. I mean, and she didn't say anything. It it wasn't a, a communication thing. And as I was looking at her with tears welling up in my eyes, this sounds like some kind of manipulation picture, fly in the eye commercial we get inundated with every uh, every uh, Christmas. Uh, I watched a scorpion crawl over her foot, her bare foot, 
Oh, my. The contrast in that moment was palpable. It was just ridiculous. So every time I think of Nicaragua, for example, uh, that's what I think of. Anyway, let me continue here. I'm kind of dominating this, but... Last year, generous Canadians packed more than 700,000 shoeboxes, and Samaritan's Purse collected them, processed them, shipped them to developing nations, and distributed them to children. In many cases, these boxes are the uh, first gift children have ever received. Imagine that. Many of us get upset if we don't get uh, what we want on our birthdays or Christmas, but these kids are just thrilled to get a toothbrush, some pencils, notepads, a football, or another toy. You know, you can learn more at samaritanspurse.ca forward slash OCC. Operation Christmas Child. And if you don't have time to shop and pack shoe boxes, go to packabox.ca and do it online. It's just like shopping at Amazon. Frank King, you you must be the communications manager for the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association of Canada and Samaritan's Purse. You are a great communicator. And it has been well, a it you. has been a real pleasure to have you on the show. You know, when I lived in the GTA and I was out on the road, say on a Saturday afternoon, one of my favorite things to do was to Turn the station so I could find you and listen to whoever you were hassling and really enjoy it because because it was such a um it's it was so non Christianese. And I and I just so I just loved it. You it was free well and, and you were asking you were asking such interesting people such interesting questions that normally they never get asked. So I'm like, okay, who's he going to hassle today? Who's he going to almost cross the line with today? Let's listen. So I used to love doing that when I was on the road in the GTA when I lived there. Oh, thanks, man. Today it was your turn. Frank King, thank you so much, man. So good to chat with you, and I wish you and Samaritan's Purse all the best. Really. Thank you so much. I appreciate all the time, and I appreciate all your listeners and all they've already done for Samaritan's Purse or already done for people through Samaritan's Purse. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's all about, man. Thank you. Thanks, Frank. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Years from now, perhaps we'll see. See the day 